Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Time to talk two wheels. Now, Avalon Biddle. Hello, Avi. Hi, how are you guys? I don't know, but how are you? Oh, how are you uh, doing? Uh, getting your engine? You're rebuilding an engine. I see you posted on on your Instagram account. You're rebuilding an engine. I am. Yes. Yep. Um, I had a very bad start to the season last year and bought up my bike in practice um, on the first race weekend of the season. So I think it has been sitting in a crate. And um, I'm thinking oh. something went through the engine, uh, maybe a loose screw or bolt. So it was quite badly damaged. So, um, yeah, we are working on it at the moment. And it's all coming back together. It's been a really, really fun process. So, I really enjoyed getting involved there. So this is something I didn't know about you. Are you a qualified mechanic? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm... Um, I can do the basics, but I, in terms of a race bike, I generally don't really trust myself, um, especially on race day when you've got a lot of other things going on. It's just so easy to make a mistake, and it's all pretty costly at 200 plus k's an hour. So, um, like on race weekends, I don't really touch my bike, but um, yeah, I can do the basics, and I've really enjoyed uh, learning a bit more and going further into the engine. Isn't she just a ray of sunshine, Murph? A learner wants to yep. learn. She hey. definitely is. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you know, that's what what it takes, doesn't it? Ev, when you, you know, when you're trying to work your way through, you gotta gotta do everything, don't you? You've got to do it all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't uh, say I have it really tough because I'm actually an Acerola at the moment uh, on a bit of a ladies' midweek road ride. Oh God, we've ruined it for her. Oh, oh, Akaroa. Is that why the reception's a bit dodgy? Because you're in Akaroa? Yeah. <laughs> so how Sorry many, about it. How many ladies <laughs> are there and what are you doing? Come on, spill before we talk bikes. Um, there's about 20 of us. And, um, yeah, just riding road bikes. Um, oh. I'm on a Zen 650 Kawasaki. Oh, so it's like bikey um, chicks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, that sounds yeah, cool. So, here, um, here I was thinking you were sort of having one of those, you know, sort of hennies type of weekend. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. So uh, time away from work is spent in the garage or on road rides, so I can't really complain. Life's pretty good at the moment. Oh, right. Right. Let's, um, well, let, let's move on to, um, you know, what we're here to talk about, and that's motorcycle racing of the international flavour. How happy are you that um, Top Rack is the champion of World Superbike? Well, so I I am really happy. Are you guys happy? Yes. Yeah. He, he deserved it, right? And I think, like, the response that I've seen on social media kind of um, has been pretty cool, because obviously I was happy, but I kind of always thought that he was going to win it. It just he wasn't going to give up um, and had a pretty decent point lead. But to see the response on social media has been pretty cool. Um, a lot of, like, ex 
past champions, even Mark Marquez, um, and guys like that congratulating him, uh, doing little posts and stuff. So pretty cool to see um, how happy everyone is for, for a young Turkish bloke to now be world superbike champion. I think it's um I, I think there's a lot of respect though, isn't there? Uh, how he went about it. I mean, I think how exciting it was and how he really took it. He didn't he didn't get it handed to him in any way, shape, or form, did he? He he worked his butt off for it. Sometimes you know, not so much in motorcycling, but lately. But saying that, then Jonathan Ray has won how many in a row? How many did he win in a row? Jonathan Ray, six, six, six in a row. So you know, in some ways, you can sort of say that he had it his own way in some respects. And some of those championships, he probably, you know, he had, he did, he's had to fight hard, but probably this one, you know, epitomised hard work and hard graft and, and putting it on the line. And so I think a lot of people probably got respect for that, haven't they? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think he brought that next um, level of riding to the championship. Um, kind of probably like we saw Marquez bring in MotoGP uh, all those years ago now and... Um, but yeah, he, he did yeah. it, yeah, as you say, in a, in a really uh, respectful way and earned respect from others by doing it. So, um, yeah, very, very impressed. Um, as, as with everyone else. You know what they made this special for me was that Toprak actually didn't win any races in the final weekend. He got second to, to clinch the championship. But Jonathan Ray reminded everybody that he is still a force in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Two race wins, one in the wet, one in the dry. Um, both of them were awesome races as well. Like he did a lot, he was yeah. handed those on fight for sure. Um, there were some pretty epic battles going on, and yeah, I did really like the touch of respect from Johnny at the end there, where he um, pulled over, and you could see them doing something on his bike, and you're like, oh my god, what are they doing? Is he going to make a fool of himself? But um, they were taking off the number one sticker and putting it back to fifty five. Yeah. Um, it was pretty cool, pretty neat little touch of respect here from him. And, uh, yeah, he definitely will be back again next year to battle just as hard as he did this year. Yeah, and, it, and it's not going to be easy again next year either. I did, actually, I haven't been able to find, I was looking, and you might uh, remember, um, prior to this year, the, the three years, I think it was, that Toprak was in World Superbikes. Well, where did he finish in the championship? Can you Do you know? I'm not 100% sure either. Um, I'd say within the, the top five, he had a few race wins, um, which I yeah. think we kind of forget about with, with Kawasaki, actually, yeah. um, in a satellite Kawasaki team. And, uh, yeah, interesting, he moved to Yamaha because Kawasaki wouldn't give him a factory seat, um, which is pretty quite a big move, really, because <laughs> uh, his mentor, Keenan Safoglu, uh, I mean, we all know Kawasaki are the best, but aside from that, um, <laughs> his uh, mentor, Keenan Safoglu, had been really loyal to the brand. Um, and, yeah, they sort of packed their bags and said, we're going somewhere where he's getting a factory seat because he deserves it. Um, and I think, yeah, he showed uh, that that was the truth. So, yeah, I, I yeah. saw him racing when I was in Europe in the Superstock 600 Championship, and, and he was pretty phenomenal rider back then. So, um Super, it was only a like, matter of time. Distinguishable with that stoppy that he still does on the break. Um, yeah, he's been there every lap, even back then, all those years ago. So, but that's what um, his dad. That's what his yeah, dad did too. Back. Apparently, apparently his dad was big on the stoppy too, right? And that was sort of like a bit yeah, of a, an homage to his dad when he did the stoppy. That's why he was quite emotional about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very um, famous stunt rider in Turkey. Um, his father, and unfortunately, killed oh, wow. in a road accident. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, so 
yeah, pretty unfortunate he didn't get to see um, where Top Racing is ended up. But I think he's got a really good support network around him. Those um, Turkish guys are pretty awesome. Do you think he goes MotoGP so in two years' time? Sorry, Murph. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he'll, mm-hmm. he'll be there in MotoGP. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, we, I think everyone would look for... Just uh, have a quick think about what you reckon for next year. Um, obviously, he's going to be very fast. Jonathan Ray will be very fast. I mean, the top three this year, Scott Redding, uh, um, the top three separated by 64 points at the end of it. And there was a monster, monster gap then back to Andrea Locatelli. Um, it was over 200 points, 210-odd points um, back from Scott Redding. Who's, who's going to be able to step up next year? and take the fight to those three who were just so sensational in 2021? Oh, yeah, it is definitely going to be tough and, and interesting yeah. with um, Scott Redding on the BMW, whether he'll be competitive or not. We did see... I found it interesting. We saw, saw both Vandermark and Tom Sykes competitive quite often in the wet this year, but, I mean, they were, they were fast in the dry, don't get me wrong, but they weren't there winning races, were they? Um, whereas they seemed to be a lot closer in the wet, which kind of in, maybe indicated the bike wasn't isn't quite competitive yet. So, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where we end, um, where we see Scott Redding next year. And then I think, as we spoke about last week, I think those MotoGP boys coming over, um, I think they're going to be pretty pretty darn quick. Um, and also Lockie Kelly. Mm. I think uh, the young Italian is super impressive. He ends up fourth, I think, in the championship uh, in his first year on Superbike. So I definitely think um, young Andrea Locatelli is one to watch. Turn my microphone on, Stephen. Uh, all right. Uh, now, I have to apologise to you because I didn't realise I forgot to tell you we're on a Wednesday and we've, we've pulled you out of dinner, haven't we? <laughs> it's totally fine. She's a good sport. She is a, a good sport. She is a good sport. <laughs> How many um how many vinos have you had? None. Okay. I'm, I'm riding. <laughs> I've got a I've got a good hundred k ride home. <laughs> oh, oh what tonight? Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh so this is like oh, a day no, trip. No. no, it's just no. Hundred k doesn't take long on a motorbike, Stephen. Yeah. Oh, oh excuse um, me. Sorry. Sorry. No, just think... after just an after work bit of a social ride. So. Oh, um, a social ride. Oh, good stuff. Oh, well wow. Done. Okay. Good so, what, what's for dinner, by the way? It's lovely. Uh, fish and chips. <laughs> okay, definitely a nice. social ride. All right. Hey, Av, always a pleasure. Nice. Hey, uh, when do you ne- when do you race next? Um, first weekend of January is the next big uh, the next big outing. Unfortunately, with the uncertainty around those alert levels and the and the traffic light system, um, all our racing got postponed. So yeah, first weekend in January in Christchurch um, will be our next big outing. Okay. So I've got more time to finish that engine off before then. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, I've never seen anyone so happy with a some big some tool inside a inside an engine. You look very happy. Oh, don't 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 go there. Don't go there, Stephen. Don't go there. I wasn't. I was just asking the queen. Have you go and have a look at the photo? She's big holding tool. some big long Who's tool. The big tool? Well, oh, okay. <laughs> Av, drive safe. R- ride safe. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, will do, will do. Thanks, guys. 